Well, please open your Bibles again to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and you'll find that on page 1162 in the church Bibles, 1162. Barry tasked me with preaching this verse at his Thanksgiving service, and its truths have just been, I don't know, saturating my mind over this Christmas period. I want to come back to it today. Before I read from verse 14, let's think about this question What is a Christian? What is a Christian? Well, let me read from verse 14 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. What is a Christian? Well, briefly, verse 17, a Christian is a new creation, a person transformed by Jesus. Because of Jesus' great love, he was willing to become a sin offering dying in the place of sinners so that God's wrath would fall on him rather than on them so that they could be reconciled to God. This salvation that Jesus accomplished transforms all who trust him, all who surrender their lives to him. And the transformation is clear to all around. You can see it. The old has gone. The new is here. It was clear in Barry's life. And it's clear for everyone who's been born again. The new creation person can be identified by at least three things from these verses. Firstly, a transformed view of Jesus. Secondly, a transformed view of ourselves. And thirdly, a transformed view of others. And this is not going to take long. A transformed view of Jesus. In verse 16, the Apostle Paul shared how he once used to view Christ with a worldly point of view. There was a time when he thought Jesus was a nobody, a blasphemer, falsely claiming uh, to be equal, co-equal with God, and, and uh, whose death by crucifixion showed that he was clearly someone cursed by God, another false Messiah. But on the Damascus road, he saw Jesus standing at God's right hand in glory, and it turned his thinking upside down. He'd been totally wrong. Jesus was the Messiah King. 
God the Son, come in human flesh, co-equal with God, his resurrection declaring him to be Lord over all. Paul never forgot the amazing love and grace of the Lord Jesus on his life. Despite all he'd done, attacking Christians, attacking Christ's church, but tied all the ways that he had rejected Jesus, Jesus had chosen to reveal his glory to Paul on the Damascus Road. And he commissioned him to be the apostle, to preach this good news to, to the Gentile world. As he wrote to Timothy, this is a trustworthy saying deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst, he says. Couldn't get over it. The love of the Lord Jesus, who had come to save him. And in our life before Christ, if we thought about Jesus at all, he was not a significant person in our life. Our life was not centered on him. We did not submit ourselves under his rule. Instead, we lived as if we were on the throne of our lives. What is conversion? Conversion is the moment when we realize that Jesus is not only the most central person of history, but he needs to be on the throne of our life. The Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Well, he's the greatest treasure He's the only essential part of my life story above all others, really. He needs to be on the throne of my life. And logically then, this new creation Christian not only has a transformed view of Jesus, but a transformed view of ourselves. Look at verse 15, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 15. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So what are you going to live for in 2024? Who are you going to live for in 2024? The answer of the transformed Christian is simply this. I am no longer living for myself, but for him who died for me and was raised again to empower me with his life. However, we have a tendency to push Christ off the throne of our lives, to fall back to a worldly view of thinking, to think that what matters most is what I think, what I want to do, where I want to go, what I want to do with my time, who I want to spend my time with, how can I please myself? But that is the old way of thinking, not the Christian, new creation way of thinking. A few verses earlier in verse 9, the Apostle Paul wrote this, So we make it our goal to please Him, to please Jesus, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. We make it our goal to please Him. I don't know if you've made any resolutions for 2024. How about this one? My goal for 2024 is to please Jesus. That would be a good goal, wouldn't it? How can I please Jesus in 2024? 
Christ died to save us from a self-focused life so that we can live for someone greater than ourselves. For the Lord Jesus Christ who loves us and who gave himself for us. So a transformed view of Jesus means a transformed view of myself. And thirdly, a transformed view of others. Look at verse 16. So, from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. Now, this was a fresh thought for me as I studied this passage uh, for Barry's Thanksgiving service. You see, Paul's changed view about Jesus meant a changed view about everybody else that he met. This is quite an amazing thing. From this point on, from, Paul's, from, you know, from that point on when Paul um, met Jesus on the Damascus Road, he saw people not by their external appearance, not by their rank, by their achievements, or even their mistakes, or their failures, or their shame, but by their potential of what they could be as new creations in Christ. Now, that's a very different way of looking at people, isn't it? We might like, see people and think, oh, they're really likable people. We might people, meet people and think, they're a very dislikable person. I actually don't really like them at all. I don't want to spend much time with them. But actually, if we began to look at them and go, do you know, imagine what this person could be as a new creation in Christ. That's going to change the way I deal with others, isn't it? If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new has come. So what about these prayers for, the, for, the, for New Year's Eve? Lord Jesus, keep transforming my view of you to see more of your glory this year. Lord Jesus, please show me how I can live to please you in this year ahead. Lord Jesus, please help me to stop viewing other people in a worldly way, but with the potential of what they could become if they trusted you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. This is what Christ can do in us. Let's stand and sing our closing song.